Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, new series. Yes. I've decided... Oh that we're not going to mention fingering in this series. Right. Because I think that we mentioned it too much in the first two series. We? Well, I did. So we're not going to mention fingering. I just feel like we did it. Fingering, 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 fingers, fudding, fingering. We're not going to mention it. Let's get it out of the way now. Right, well, this is my career over. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. Just so you know, the gin and Dubonnet can make William and Jordan say a few things that some may find a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and find some eggshell emulsion, slap it on the wall and watch it dry. Hello and welcome to Help, I Sexted My Boss. Yay, new series, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like how much detail is TMI when it comes to telling your best mate what happened in the bedroom last night? Some people are like that. Some people just like tell you too much information. Do you know what happened in my bedroom last night? Go on. I Marie Kondoed my pants. What does that mean? Do you not, have you not watched the Marie Kondo Netflix tidying up? You jizzed in your pants? No, I'm Marie Kondoed, the Japanese lady. Oh, yeah, I, I need to watch that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's good. That's yeah. what happened in my bedroom last night. And is it okay to eat around that mould on the cheese that's been in the back of your fridge for a couple of months? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North, radio DJ. I'm more Lacoste. You're more low cost. (laughs) 
We're back! We're back indeed. It's, I wish I could say it's lovely to see you. It's series three of Help I Sexted My Boss. Oh, Ben's waving through the glass, trying, Producer, trying oh, to stick his oil Oh, here we usual. go. Producer Ben's here. Hi, guys. Producer Ben. He's got a really... Um, he's got a new pair of glasses. He's got a really... It's very London. I got set all throughout January. I was like, oh, what do you think of this pair? What do you think of that pair? <laughs> Giving advice. He's, he's Basically, producer Ben, he's gone to his head. He's, he's got proper London glasses and a headband. Even though he doesn't live in London. I know. But he's from London. He's not from London. Well. Uh, he is, actually. He is. Isn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, we're back. This is exciting. Series three. Um, Yay. Shall we get straight on it? Let's get straight on it. For those uh, poor unfortunate souls, the few people on planet Earth that have not heard this podcast, we are about to pour ourselves our favourite drink. Uh, we've borrowed it from the late Queen Mother, a gin and de bonnet. It's a gin and de bonnet. Ooh. It's a gin and de bonnet, which was the Queen Mother's favourite drink and the Queen's favourite drink. Uh, we have it before every episode. And if you're listening for the first time, this podcast is where, like we said before, we help you with advice, modern-day advice. I'm just um, a normal person, Yeah, really. Jordan's here for balance, really. And... Uh, William is uh, an etiquette expert, so he goes. And the one that might give you the advice. He goes around the world teaching etiquette, and it's uh, one part gin, two parts de bonnet for Um, those that want to, with with a bit of ice uh, and either a slice of orange or lemon, depending on your citrus preference. And the people that listen to the podcast, we call them the gin divas, the lovely gin divas, and we couldn't do it without them because they all, as well, love gin and de bonnet. Who shall we um, toast? Um, well, I tell you what, actually, it was a few weeks ago, but it, genuinely, I was incredibly sad when my friend texted me about it. The late Clive Swift, who was, of course, Richard Bouquet in oh. my favourite programme, Keeping Up Appearances. That was a bit ago now. I know, but his memory lives on. He's, Richard! He's gone to the candlelit supper in the sky. Oh, Richard! Do your impression. Oh, I don't really do a very good impression. Go on. I do a better one than you. Richard! That's, sort of. That was really no, it's good. It's all right. Do, do My it, friend Jonathan does a much better impression. Do it when Mrs. Bucket answers the phone. No, I can't do that one. Go on. The Bucket residence, the lady of the house speaking. Okay, now do your impression. Um, so we'll toast Clive Swift. Also, Clive, I have a, a, a more of a connection with Clive Swift because we went to the same school. Did you? Not at the same time, obviously. I just want to point that out. Uh, but yes, he went to my school. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So uh, I was I was doubly sad. So we'll toast Clive Swift. Clive Swift. Clive Swift. Oh, that's so good. I've not had I've not had one of them since the last episode. And we're drinking these from our uh, Help I Sexed My Boss uh, official tumblers. We are. They're a nice size. No, because I, with G and D, because it is alcohol and alcohol. I mean, it's it's not a drink we'd recommend if you're teetotal or trying to cut back. It's a nice size for the gin bonnet. It's not too big. Uh, it's got a, it's got a delicate rim and a heavy bottom, which, as you know. What more could you want? <laughs> you love a heavy bottom and a delicate room, mm. don't you? <laughs> In a glass. Oh. Can I just say as well, at the time of recording, it's uh, 10 to 11. Yes. And we're on our first I do apologise for everyone we're seeing this afternoon. We are going to be <laughs> shit-faced. With um, Richard Bouquet, there might be some people that, especially our new international listeners, yep. because since I went viral, more on that in a moment, oh, we are aware, Ben's looked at the stats, and we are aware that we have got people joining us from other countries, in particular in America. Right. So welcome to the Americans. Hey guys, yeah! I hope you can understand correct English, and we will be explaining at certain points, if you don't sort of, you know, understand any of our references, in particular Jordan, we'll be flagging up 
uh, what we mean. Richard Bouquet, Keeping Up Appearances, it is actually very popular in America, so probably they've heard of it. It is one of the BBC's most exported programmes. Really? Yes. Uh, if there's any Americans listening, definitely get in touch. I'll tell you how uh, just a bit in the in, in the podcast, but we'd love to hear from some Americans wanting etiquette advice yes. or any advice. And if, if you've never been to Britain before, Americans, do just be aware that not everybody is like Jordan. Most people are like me here in Britain. No, they're not. That is not true. No, if if any Americans are listening, come to Burnley. I'm part of the tourism board at Burnley now. So um, hashtag visit Burnley. There's loads I can see. The big window pub. Hashtag visit Burnley. Mm-hmm. The big window pub, Turf Moor. My Auntie right. Maggie's. I think the Americans have probably switched off by this point. Right, it says here that we've got to talk about you going viral. So, what's happened? I was watching Netflix at my parents' house. We were watching one of the Marie Kondo programmes. And at the end, the picture, when it was saying, do you want to watch the next episode, the picture it gave saying Marie Kondo tidying up was apparently a still from some film. And it's this female sniper. And I just took a picture and tweeted it saying either there's a Netflix glitch or Marie Kondo's methods have escalated or something like that. And 23 million people saw it, according to my impressions. 23 million? Yes. It got quite a lot of likes, a lot of retweets, uh, a lot of interaction. I gained quite a lot of new followers. Still Mm -hmm. haven't overtaken you, but, you know, whatever. And, uh, yes, I went viral. Right. Did you pin it? No, of course I didn't pin it. You shouldn't pin it. Should you never pin a tweet? No, because it's a bit like, oh, look at me, I was so, I was funny once. Right, there we go. Get your pens out, G and Divas, write that down. Apparently, Don't pin it. You shouldn't pin your tweets. I pin tweets. Well, you could pin tweets, important announcements, but don't pin things just because they got quite a few likes. That's a bit tragic. After that, I mean, it ruined Twitter for days because I couldn't actually... If you had normally... If you, let's say, had tweeted me about something else, I wouldn't have seen it. I didn't. Don't worry. No. And, um... Then everything you want to then tweet after that just looks desperate or tragically unfunny. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. you're a bit like, I've peaked. And I did, I did think social, with, for social media, I'm verified, I've gone viral. To be perfectly honest, what is the point? Have you started doing sponsored tweets yet? What do you mean? So, like, what do you think about sponsored tweets? Because apparently now you have to do, like, hashtag ad. You do. There are new legislation that's come in, either paid partnership or hashtag ad, or hashtag spawn, which is a bit weird. Spawn? It's a bit like you can't spell spoon. It spawns a bit like spaff, doesn't it? Spawn. Oh, spawned every... I'm not being rude. I'm not being rude. Move on. You should probably just leave the studio. <laughs> what have you been up to? Since, since in between series, yeah. you have been in... Hello Magazine. Oh, yes. I don't like to talk about it. No, I was in Hello Magazine. Don't Why were you in Hello Magazine? For their Rising Stars of 2019. Oh. Uh, I've got a copy if you want to read it. No, I've, I've got, I actually went out and bought it. My grandma got it framed. That's nice. So yeah. did they, they said you were one to watch. Yeah, I was one to watch. Shame you're just not one to listen to. Oh, good one. Right, no, they put me... So I got there and I've never done it before and they did like my hair and makeup and then you, you pick your, your outfit and the stylist picks your outfit for you. Yes. And some of the stuff she made me wear, it looked like I'd been kicked through a charity shop backwards. And then I was like, oh, I'm not wearing this and I got a bit of a face on. I was like, oh, for God. And I put this shirt on and actually mm. when I had this shirt on, I loved it. The picture that you see... I've got the blazer on, yeah, and I'm wearing. You're tra- not smiling in the picture. No, I'm b- you look doing, miserable. I'm doing my moody, sexy look. Yeah. You look like just a relative's just died. In the main picture, I'm sat down and I've no sitting. socks on. I'm fuck off. I'm sitting down, and I've I've no um, socks on, and it looks like I'm wearing white tights. 
And I didn't like that outfit. I mean, it's not the Neither stylish. Neither you or any of the other males in, in the photo shoot were wearing socks. It's as if the budget stopped at socks. No, socks is like, cool, don't wear socks now. But it was, I was January. Very, I was very happy with it. Thank you, Hello Magazine. Thank you to the lovely hair and makeup people and the stylist. But um, I don't suit not wearing socks. Yeah. No. Um, Always wear socks. No, not in the summer. But yeah, I was in Hello Magazine. What else has happened? What's new? What's new with you? How's Mikey? How's the Brit laying? <laughs> Yes, he's, well, he decided to throw himself down the stairs of, a, of the tube, so he sprained his ankle. Oh, has yes. he? So, um, if you're just listening for the first time, he's Williams, Williams' boyfriend is a bricklayer from Wakefield. He's not. He is from Yorkshire. Other than that, the, Jordan's, the parallels or the he's image bri- that Jordan presents. He's a brickie from Wakefield, and he's a lovely lad. He's like, all right, Paul. All right, yeah. Oh, I've just done some, some graft today. Oh. Uh, thousand bricks a day, I'll eh? Should have seen odd carrier, odd carrier. Up them, lad. I've got best odd carrier this side of Yorkshire. What is an odd carrier? You don't know what an odd carrier is? Hodge no. carrier. What's the a person hod- that carries the bricks. Right. I've got best odd carrier this side of Yorkshire. He's up that this ladder. This side of where? Yorkshire. He's up and down that ladder like a bride's nighty. You just wouldn't put them together, the two of them. And they make a lovely couple. Were, uh, were your family proud of you being in Hello? Throw um, a big party? No, they didn't. And I know why you're asking, because uh, you might have seen my brother was recently in an ITV documentary. Your eldest brother. My oldest brother, yeah. Uh, producer Ben <laughs> just said to me, you should tweet about it. Shut up. I was proud of him. So my oldest brother's in uh, an ITV documentary that was on a couple of months ago. Oh, it was a three-parter. Yeah, it was... Although uh, he was only in two of them. Yeah, yeah. all right. Called, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to... It's called Paris Men of War. I'm building up your case. And my brother's Sergeant North in it, and they basically filmed him training recruits to join the parachute regiment. He'd come across really well, did my brother. We were all really proud of him. So my mum had a surprise party for him. So he did two hours of television. Mm-hmm. You do three hours every week of national radio. Yeah. You had a double-page spread and hello. Mm-hmm. Have you had a party? No. This is how you know, Gene Devers, that the oldest is always the favourite. It's true. She went, we're going to have a surprise party for our Ryan. We're so proud of him being on telly. Um, so make sure you're free on Friday, whatever day it were. I went, hello? Hello, magazine? Radio <laughs> One? Podcast? Telly. She's like, well, yeah. She went, it's not all about you. It is. This this episode, if, when it comes out on Tuesday, it is also Shrove Tuesday. Oh, yes. Pancake day. Yes. Yeah. Will you be having a toss this evening? Uh, <laughs> I always have a toss in the evening. You know me, William. Not every day. <laughs> yeah, Pancake Tuesday. Pancake Tuesday. What do you like on your pancakes? I like strawberries, chocolate spread. Do you know what I found out recently? Mm-hmm. Was it at this family party, my brother's? Yeah. My Aunt Linda said, um, oh, do you remember when we were hung over in bed and kids made chocolate spread on toast, but they used your chocolate body paint? And my mum went, oh, yeah, what we like. Apparently, uh, when we were younger... Chocolate body paint? Yeah, it's Do like... Do we need to know? You put chocolate on them. No, I get the, I get the concepts. Off. Apparently, when we were younger as kids, we found this and put it on some toes. My mum woke up in the morning, we were all, like, all round our mouths and stuff. It was chocolate body paint from Man Summers. And, um, yeah, I just found that out recently. Anyway, I like chocolate spread. Right. Um, do your George Michael joke. I seen George Michael just before he died. Mm. And he had chocolate all around his mouth. And I said, hey, George, you've been a bit careless with your whisper. <laughs> For Americans listening, whisper is a chocolate bar. <laughs> I thought it was a good joke, that. No, it's funny. It made and me laugh. no disrespect to George Michael. I love George Michael. Good. Bring the, bring okay. the tone down. Yeah, um, uh, so it's pancake. I like, I just like sugar and a bit of lemon juice. Oh, dear. Yes, thin pancakes. 
thin. Yeah, Ben agrees as well. Okay. It's because he's southern. Are you a good, agrees with me. Are you a good tosser? Yes, actually. Oh, yeah? I can flick it up and it goes in the pan all the time. Right. Mm. Yeah. Is Mikey Always a good lands. tosser? Uh, I don't know if he's ever tried it. I can imagine him being a bit rough. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of this crepe. Let's uh. move on. <laughs> That's enough of our problems anyway. It's nearly time for yours after this little interval. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Did you have a nice ice cream in the interval? I did. Yeah. What did what flavour did you go for? Uh, I got oh, I got a screwball. You got a what? Screw. I'm not a screwball. Is this ball. a rude thing? Again? No, it's not. I'm not being rude in this series. <laughs> I got a screwball. You ball. were in the first act. Producer Ben, you know what a screwball is. So it was an ice cream that went freezer. Yeah. And it's at generally the bottom, you keep ice cream. It was a screwball, a little beat, little ball of bubblegum. Oh, it was lovely. I bet when ice cream van came round your house, I bet you never come running in and you go, Mum. Dad, ice cream van's here. Can I get an ice cream? Can I have a pound? And then your mum would go, there's some chalk ices in freezer. Have one of them. Or a screwball. Well, the ice cream van couldn't get past the electric gates. <sighs> of course. Anyway, we want you to get in touch if you've got any problems. That's what this podcast is about. So if you've got any stories, confessions, dilemmas, secrets, anything for the future episodes for the new series, uh, there are plenty of ways to get in touch with us. The easiest way is on email, help at sexandmyboss.com. This way you can do it without arousing any suspicion from your boss. You can get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Find us at Sex with My Boss. At very least, give us a follow. But if you have a problem to share, send us a message. Producer Ben will put your message onto our lovely pile of problems. Yeah, he's got big piles at the moment. <laughs> we're, we're wading through them. Uh, and I, of course, will. If you do, if you are feeling extra luxurious. Uh, you can write to me and I will give you a handwritten reply. As I say, we've got a bit of a backlog at the moment, so if you haven't received your handwritten response, blame Ben. We are getting on to it. Uh, one will come sooner rather than later. The address for a handwritten reply is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. We've also got something really new, haven't we? We have, yes. We're going to release a second episode every week where you could get 
the chance to chat with Jordan and me about your problem. This is exciting. That's the campest I've ever seen you, you know. Is it? That was really, really? camp for you. I quite like it. Like, Thank you. That was really good. It was a stretch. He's like, yes, we've got the help hotline. Come on, boys. We're going to call it the help hotline. The help Hotline. All you have to do is leave a voicemail message onto producer Ben's phone, or if you're, you know, modern and all that, a WhatsApp voice note telling us a bit about what you want us to solve. It's producer Ben's phone. It's a shame because I did want a white slimline telephone with last number redial facility, but <laughs> apparently we've got to go sort of modern and go for a mobile device. The help hotline isn't for, like, what you want to wear at your next fancy do. It's for the big problems, the big funny dilemmas that you got, the cats eating condoms, the fondling in the cafe and all that jazz. We want it to be extra fun. Uh, and we might as well, little 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 side note here, we might get a few special guests to dial in along the way. So if you want to be on the help hotline, the phone number to call William Hansen is... Plus four four seven nine three nine. Two nine seven six hundred plus four four seven nine three nine two nine seven six hundred. I feel like I'm on Children in Need, and I've just done a performance where they get you to read out the phone uh, number at the end. If you're within the UK, the number is oh seven nine three nine two nine seven six hundred. Have you ever had sex? I'm sorry. Just well, because spe- I'm familiar with international dialing codes. <laughs> What's the international dialing code for Burnley? Oh one two eight two. That's not an international dialing code. It is, isn't it? No, that's just the area code. Oh. Do you not know how telephone numbers work? Have you even got telephones in Burnley? Yeah. Hmm. We expect the first episode of the Help Hotline to drop at some point this week, but it depends when one of you lot get in touch with an outrageous problem. It's outrageous! Outrageous! I think outrageous and fabulous are, like, really strong, outrageous problems. Mm. So get texting, call in on that number if you want to get through to me and William. What's the number again, William? Uh, plus four four seven nine three nine two nine seven six hundred. William Hansen, let's go to the listeners' questions. What have we got today? OK, this one is from Stephanie. Hello, Stephanie. Help. A girl I work with is doing a juice diet. How do I tell her to eat some actual food and avoid her doing horrendous trumps? <laughs> Yes, I think juice diets are not ones if you work in an office or you are living communally. I think you need to do it when you live on your own uh, and you're not interacting with other people on a daily basis. Dear. Yeah. I'm I don't, I, from, look, I'm not a doctor. N- neither of us are medical professionals, we should just uh, say. Speak for yourself. But I don't think that's particularly healthy. I've got a PhD in media. I think I would write... Do you know what I'd do? Because it can be very personal. I would write a, uh, a little note... Or get someone else to write it so she can't read your handwriting mm-hmm. or can't identify your handwriting. And just put it and say, dear name of girl, good luck with your juice diet. But it is having some unfortunate side effects that a few people are noticing. Please stop. As somebody that's always on a different diet here, I'm always dieting, aren't I? Like my weight's always up and down. We get to find one to work. <laughs> we have. <laughs> we have. Um, mm. I'm currently fasting at the moment, even though I'm on the G. G and D. Leave her be if she's diet. If she's farting and it's becoming a problem. Yes. If she wants to do a juice diet, that's not a problem. It's just the side effects that are unfortunate. If somebody is a bit of a trumper, because I used to work with someone that was a bit of a trumper and mm. everyone used to ignore it, What what's the correct way of asking them to stop farting? Even if they ask you to pull your finger. <laughs> Shall we role play this, Jordan? Shall we role play? Why do I have to be the trumper? Well, I didn't actually say, but uh, who could who needs to be? Uh, but I think it's more, more naturally going to be. Okay, you. so we're just in the office. 
Don't do any sound effects. Let's just imagine it with our minds. I'm in the the office. Yeah, all right, Julie. No problem, Um, love. I'll. uh, I'm on phone. I'm on phone. Brenda. I'm I'm on phone. Brenda. I'll. Yeah, I'll give you a ring next week. I'll. uh, I'll ping that email over to you now. Um, Excuse me. I generally thought this podcast could not get any lower. Brenda, (laughs) stop it now. Oh Christ. Brenda. Christ almighty. Brenda. Gag a maggot. Hiya, love. Do you need to step outside? Why? Uh, I don't know, to freshen up. Oh, is it because I've farted? Oh, I think the whole office needs to step outside and freshen up. Is it because I've farted? You have just released a bit of flatus, yes. <laughs> a bit of what? Flatus. It weren't a funny fart. No. I just, I mean, genuinely, I mean, I really don't know how I still have clients. <laughs> Is it acceptable? <laughs> is it acceptable? Can we just... I don't like this problem. I'm sorry, Stephanie. I don't like talking about Is it about acceptable this. to fanny fart in the office? No. Right. <laughs> Question... Is it, is it acceptable? No, to... I've said no. Right, OK. We didn't help. What do you do if someone's farting in the office? Do you tell them? Yes. OK. Nicely, but not in front of others. Don't fanny fart. Right. Here's, this question is from Sam. How long do you need to wait on a conference call before it's acceptable to bin it off because no one has joined? Oh, that's a good question. If, you know, let's say if, if you've got a conference call that starts at 10 a.m., that means <coughs> that everyone needs to be signed in, ready to go at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. If I would say seven minutes, if no one has signed in within seven minutes and mm-hmm. you've got no, Jordan has joined the call, automation thing, go. Send everyone an email saying, hello, I signed on. If they're going to waste your time, don't don't wait any longer than seven or eight minutes. I think that's a good point. Yeah, and if 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 the conference call is at ten o'clock, make sure you're in like a few minutes before. Um, speaking of conference, speaking of conference calls, we had uh, one recently, didn't we, for the new series? Did you turn up on time? I, I was on time. I was on time. Produce. How dare? How very dare you? I was on time. I you did, just... however, and you went mad because I I got up during the conference. You were call. in your boxer shorts. I was we were in my on, It was a video conference call. I was in my boxers. It's Nothing. not appropriate. This is a, you remember this as Ben said to me the other day. This is a work relationship. Yeah. Nothing. We're hanging out. There might have been a wet patch. Nothing but... to hang out. Hey, if you're in a conference call, should you treat it as a normal call? Like, should you be in proper attire and stuff? Oh yes. Do you think? Yes. Dress up. Even properly. if you're at home. Because I, on the one occasion I once had a video conference thing and, and you think, oh, I'm just sitting down for this, I can get away with being sort of more casually dressed underneath. Mm-hmm. The doorbell rings or something happens, there's a fire drill and you need to suddenly stand up and then you're, you know, embarrassed. Yeah, don't you do know, it Don't just wear your boxes. Okay, next question, please, William Hanson. Gentlemen, like many of her generation, my 80-year-old grandmother has a propensity for saying the wrong thing. Propensity, what's that mean? A disposition. Okay. Uh, has a propensity for saying the wrong thing, and this is often something of a social liability when we are in public. Whilst I know that it's probably too late for me to try and change her ways, I never know how to respond to it, especially when in the presence of people I don't know well. What is the correct etiquette for this situation? Yours faithfully, Edwin. Great question, because you get to a certain age, and I'm looking forward to getting to this age. In your case, 21. And you just have no filter. At all. My grandma's like this now. Well, if you're like... You, no, you're like this now. I've got a filter. I you haven't demonstrated that this, today. My grandma's like this. We'll go out shopping or we'll be somewhere. She goes, look at the size of him. He's blo- he's a big lad, isn't he? Look at the size of him. It's like, grandma, he can hear you. Shut up. It's a great... What should you do? Because I think you just need to say... You know, look, everyone's entitled to their opinion. If it ends in any sort of ist, you know, if it's racist or 
bigotist or anything like that, misogynist, if they're a misogynist. Yeah, <laughs> haven't thought this one through. But uh, if it's anything like that, then you, I think you just say, actually, grandma, grandfather, whoever, people don't really say that anymore. They're entitled to their view. You may disagree with it. It mm-hmm. may be awful. But they're probably not at 80 going to change their opinion. Yeah, should you say something? Yes, just say, could you actually just not say that yeah. anymore? If it's really bad, say something. Or if it's could just, we just say that in your head? If not, it's just not your grandma there. being loud and no filter. Mm. That's some really good advice. Before my grandma died, I remember I went round to see her, I was about 18. Yeah. And I come round to see her, she went, Aya! I went, Aya, she went, oh, you look like your dad. And she went, you look just like your dad. I went, oh, no. She went, he were right, fat in face as well. God rest her. Do you know what I mean? You just, yeah. Mm. Yeah. We could, I could do a special on things my grandmother's said. I know, they're, down, they're bad. Our last problem. Look. Oh, wow. It's a letter with a first-class stamp. Don't know about you, but I love receiving a bit of first-class mail. Now, <laughs> I do. I'm not a second-class mail household. You love receiving mail? <clears throat> Dear William Hanson and Jordan North. It's like it's from my bank. This happened to me a few times when travelling on the tube and suddenly a group of passengers will produce instruments and begin to play music. Usually a rendition of Despacito. Maybe I'm being ill-humoured, but I do not always want to listen to this on my morning commute. Furthermore, these performers are looking for money in exchange for a performance that nobody asked for. The other passengers often look uncomfortable and pretend that nothing is going on. In this situation, do we make eye contact with the performers and smile politely, or do you just ignore them? Also, what right do people have to begin performing on the train? Big fans of the show, yours sincerely, Katie and Charlie. Lovely stationery, we should just say. Look at that envelope. I mean, that is a quality envelope. Oh, wow. It's like wallpaper, isn't it? Um, you wouldn't wallpaper your house with that. Yeah. It's, it's very sac- it's glitzy. You wouldn't want that Psychedelic. Can I just say, the question's been great for the new series. Very, very good question Good to so know far. that we're providing a service. This is a good one. I'll say, when I, when I first moved down to London, this happened quite a bit, and I was like, oh, look. Happens a lot on the circle line. Oh, look, I'm in London. There's buskers on the train. This guy's getting on doing the industry. Even though they're not allowed, it's actually illegal, I think. And I was like, it's good. Yeah, I used to film it, give him a bit of money. Now, I'm like, oh, my God. Get off the chase. So it is annoying, but yep. um, no, I don't like it. I don't look at them. I don't encourage it. I, I wouldn't be. I w- is that what you're saying? Don't yep. look at them. Don't encourage it. So definitely don't clap and. No, absolutely don't join in. Just ignore it. And is it fine to not give them any money? Completely. Yeah. Yes. It's a bit tight. I've come on the tube to get from get from me. It's kicking in. I've got on the tube to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. I don't need a performance. I've got my earphones on. It's often interrupting the soundtrack to Mary Poppins Returns, which I'm generally listening to at the moment. Oh, for fuck's Talk about that next week because I'm ticked off with you. Um, so no, I don't like it. If you're going to tell a friend anything that you've learnt in this podcast today, Jordan, what would it be? Uh, oh, there's loads. If you're doing a if you're doing a Skype call, treat it as a proper work. Yeah. Dress from from head to toe in appropriate. If someone's farting at work, confront them. Just be like, you need to stop trumping. Trumpy McTrumpington. And if you're not enjoying buskers on the tube or on the train or any form of public transport, apparently it's okay to ignore them. I feel a bit tight if you ignore them. They're only trying to earn a living. Mm, Well, they can go and do it on a street or somewhere where it's allowed, but not on a tube. Now, remember, get in touch. We need your questions. Uh, All uh, information at sexedmyboss.com. What are you off to do now, Jordan? I'm going to go for a big wee. What about you? I'm going home. Goodbye. Hello. 
Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faye. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Hello Gene Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.